Alright recruits, you want to be a tour guide and discontinued on display? Well, there's some rules you're gonna have to follow first. Number one, there is no eating or drinking on this tour. I said put that away, recruit. Second off, you are going to stay with your commanders at all times as we go through this exhibit. Now I want you to march through those doors and move, move, move! What are you sitting around for? What do you think this is? Disney World? continued on display i have just been punched in the face with a fist of nostalgia my name is matt and general knowledge yes general knowledge uh joining me as always is chris the man of a thousand voices this is two episodes i think in a row two or three that i've done a weird very different character thing yeah, because um, um, I just edited the Oz episode, and you did the you did a you, you attempted a Munchkin voice on that one. Did I? You did. <laughs> you wow. Did. It 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 was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you had a little bit of a cold and or allergies or something, and that affected it. <laughs> Oh, I love our honesty. I like that we can be honest with each other. It was not good. It was not good. I mean, I mean, I guess l- listeners, if you disagree with me, please let us know. Let us know. Um, I, I'm just, um, I guess there, there was my career in voice acting. Well, so you can't be a munchkin. You know, we all can't be good at everything. False. I my life goal is to be good. Literally everything. I've been trying to play pickleball, which I'm terrible at, but I've been trying. <laughs> That's like the hip thing right now. It well, if you're over sixty, it's the hip thing, and if you're me with bad knees and no coordination, it is also a hip thing to try. See, I think I'd really enjoy pickleball because I like playing tennis. Yeah, it's simple tennis. It's like tennis and ping pong had a weird love child, and that's pickleball. It's less running than tennis because that's the yes. thing with tennis. Tennis is a lot of running. But like, I'm really bad at like racket sports in terms of like every time I hit it. Like, if I go backhand to send it to my right, it rolls off my paddle and flies to the left. And I'm like, that's not where I told you to go. <laughs> I'm not good at it, but I just enjoy, like, the exercise of it. Yeah, It's a more yeah. fun way to get my exercise than standing on an elliptical machine or lifting a weight. Yeah, I definitely am a activities-based exerciser. Like, if you said, we're going to go play Ultimate Frisbee for three hours, I'd be like, I'm there. Let's do it. Like, I have run around a field for three hours while playing Ultimate Frisbee. If you were to be like, hey, let's go run for three hours, it'd be like, no, no. <laughs> that sounds awful. I'd rather hit myself in the head with a two by four. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I don't understand people who run for fun. I don't think they're real people. I've tried running for fun. I, I honestly have. And I just, I get 30 seconds in and I go, this is horrible. <laughs> I hate this. Why would anyone do this? I, I absolutely hate it. Again, I know for some people that's like the, that's their thing. I. They're wrong. 
Uh, so today we are talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart. T- two things, actually. It's technically- Isn't it near and dear to your brain and your mostly your brain, honestly, when I think about it? I mean, it's near and dear to to my childhood, and I, I just I love all of this stuff. Um, you know, as you know, both Chris and I are big Disney people. I you know run a full Disney podcast, and uh, so we had to throw some Disney things in here, especially Disney parks, because Disney parks are full of discontinued attractions and oh, experiences. Yeah. Um, I mean, way back on the Beers and Ears feed, we did a great movie ride episode. R.I.P. Um, yeah, R.I.P. the Great Movie Ride. But uh, we are going even further back into uh, Disney World and more specifically Epcot's uh, history. And we yeah. are going to talk about Body Wars and Cranium Command. I don't remember either of these things. And I should. I would have been there during these. Okay. And my mom loved Epcot. We were at Epcot. I, I have so many memories of not wanting to be at Epcot. Now, as a grown-up, I love Epcot. Like, I, that is where I want to spend the bulk of my time. There is food and lovely people from around the world. And did I mention there's food and alcohol? And it's really fun yeah. to be safely tipsy at Disney. Like, to lean into the magic. And, like, there's nothing like having a couple of grapefruit beers from Germany and then watching the Epcot fireworks show, like, brings tears to my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been during Food and Wine? Oh, yeah. That is only when i go oh like i'm not kidding the last like three or four times i've been the wait that's not true two times i think the last two times i went to disney world maybe three i went specifically during food and wine and not so scary halloween yeah we did food and wine kind of by accident me and my wife did and you gotta do that on purpose well like like we 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 then when we figured out what we were why we were like what was going on we're like oh we're here for this um but like we had planned a trip and like just this is just when we were going and then i was looking at epcot i was like oh it's food and wine festival i didn't realize that like this was just when we were going it is it's a it's a busy time because it's really nice weather in the fall and then you got the halloween stuff going on yeah but gosh you can catch it in september it's less busy i mean i like the halloween party too like i like all the halloween stuff they do so i like hitting it all at once yeah but gosh some of the stuff i've had there i had a olive oil like lemon cake Ooh. in italy and i had had a few at this point and i remember a piece of it fell off my fork and i screamed at the ground where it was and then a seagull came to eat this and i shouted you didn't pay for that as it flew off with my lemon cake. Wow. It was wow. good enough. And I it, it was that good. It was so good that a seagull deserved to get accosted by me. I had grits for the first time at... Uh, food and wine? Yeah, food and wine. Really? I'd never had grits. That was not a thing. What pavilion were you at? Africa. I was in an Africa one. Ah, interesting. I didn't realize yeah. grits were like an Africa dish. With grits and like this really nice meat that was had a great seasoning on it. I was really into it. Oh, nice. Because I, I always consider grits a very American Southern thing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was thinking. So I've like, had them before. I used to, I've made grits. Like they're not hard to make. And there's like, you can make them sweet. You can make them savory. They're very versatile. Yeah, this grain. was more of a savory grits. Um I did a, I think it was a shawarma one. Like I know the Mediterranean, Ooh. I am really into Mediterranean food. Like, mm, uh, like give me some falafel in there. Ooh, yes. Yeah. yes. I could go on forever talking about food and wine. Oh, uh, you know what? Sco- I miss it. 
scrap this. We're just going to talk about food. Okay. But <laughs> anyway, um, so oh but, oh oh gosh, why did something just get discontinued? And I wanted to talk about the it. Choco Taco. Yes, yesterday I saw in the news the Choco Taco got discontinued. I was like I this was just in. in. I was saw I, I was sawing this. I saw this. <laughs> um, and I went, oh man, I, I was starting to like brew up. Okay, well, do fifth season? We need to go back to food. Uh, you know, I was kind of, I was, I was thinking about this because I, I feel like, you know, like on principle, this is like, we're, we don't we get started. much breaking news on discontinued on display. Oh. <laughs> and like people are apparently outraged. Like people are very upset that they can no longer get a Choco Taco at their stadium because events. The, ch- the Choco Taco is the perfect ice cream treat because okay. you... It's not messy. I don't, um, I can't believe that. It's not. It is you're not holding, messy. You're holding something. So first off, it's going to melt. That's why you eat it. Your body heat is going to start melting the chocolate. So your hands are going to get covered in chocolate that's on the taco. No, no. Yes. False. It comes in this great little... I have had Choco Tacos before. I that's It's like my go-to ice cream truck treat. Not anymore, it's not. I know, not anymore, it's not. Uh, like, uh, when I, at, um, when I worked at the senior living facility, we got an ice cream truck from corporate. I don't remember why, but Hey, there was ice cream and why they did had you chocolate. get one? Uh, I think because we were at high capacities and they were like, yay. Oh, that's BS. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I had a Choco Taco on work. You got a singular Choco Taco. Yes. Yes. And it was great. So. Yeah, because it comes like if you get it right out of the freezer, it comes frozen. That is that is the definition of Morales low throw him a pizza party, but yeah. like worse. Morales low, let him have a scoop of ice cream. Let him have a choco taco. You know, I I, I no longer work there. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Um so yes, the choco taco uh 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 it was it was perfect because the ice cream and the chocolate on top, it stayed it stayed together enough that you weren't, like, getting it all over your face. Yes, inevitably, ice cream, just you're going to get some on you. But it, it was the perfect ice cream treat, and it worked. Like, there's not many foods that translate so well into dessert form. I'll have to see if I can get my hands on one before they're gone then. Yeah, yeah. See if you can get your hands on one and and do go live on our Instagram of you eating it. <laughs> I will. You don't don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like here's the other thing. <clears throat> I feel like it wouldn't be that difficult to make my own Choco Taco. Cuz like making waffle cone can't be like making a cone is not hard. Have you done that before? I no, but how to it's not make... it's not i know it's not a difficult process people do it all the time but like I, like i think you need certain kitchen tools and i just wouldn't be in the uh, first little desire to buy them whoa i'm starting to yawn excuse me i mean okay That's yeah no like radio. you can get waffle cone makers what a great reason to what a great thing i'm gonna make a singular but you know what the difficult thing is this is where it's gonna get difficult is you need to Get the ice cream soft enough that you can form it into the shell. Then you have to freeze it so that it resolidifies. And then you need to take it out, dip it in hot chocolate or room temperature chocolate, and then refreeze it. The process to get you to your Choco Taco is long. It, yeah, you know, it, it, I would agree with that. 
I have you have to make your own waffle tacos. I I feel like I I don't know. Maybe maybe I will try this at some point uh when I have time. So in like what? 25 years when I retire in 40 years. <laughs> Stay tuned for 40 years when I retire and the first thing I do is make a choco make a taco. taco. They okay. might be back by that point. I mean, I hope so. I'm going to I would definitely eat a choco taco right about now. Um okay. So Epcot and Body Wars and Cranium Command. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I don't want to get into like the history of Epcot and all this stuff, but basically when Epcot opened, it was very much the uh, Disney described it as edutainment park. And it was this idea that they wanted to educate their guests while also entertaining them. And the Wonders of Life Pavilion, where Body Wars and Cranium Command were, were kind of this idea where it's like you're on a ride, you're watching a show, but you're also learning something. And this was not the only one. There's a ton of of classic Epcot stuff that there was the food one where like the the, the everything saying to you, uh, Kitchen Cabaret and Food yes. Rocks. Yes, that was an, that's ah oh, that's another one we could do, but uh, we're not gonna inundate everyone. But oh man, veggie veggie fruit fruit veggie fruit fruit. Do you know that one? I, I never went, but I am familiar that this is an experience. I again, I don't remember the only things from my from my nineties Epcot that I remember was the original Figment Journey into Imagination, like the, the OG one. one. Um, and I remember the the showcase. Yeah. Um, I don't think we ever even did Spaceship Earth when I was a kid. We didn't do Spaceship Earth when I was a kid either because. I think everyone thinks that like this ride inside the ball is going to be really exciting. So the wait was always too long and we're like, I've oh, never whatever. seen the wait be very long for it. Oh, now it's like, whatever, who cares? Um, I definitely do spaceship earth because I want the history of the world in 10 minutes. I, um, I just like riding inside the Epcot ball. That feels fun. Oh, yeah, and the yeah. little screen game you play where you're like, yeah, yeah. You get to choose your, like choose your own adventure and then yeah. like your picture gets taken. And, um, and, that's also a really nice like it's hot and i just need like 15 let's minutes listen to the down. subtle sounds of judy dench yeah let, let judy dench uh you know take me to paradise take me through the history of the world it's so weird to think of what epcot is definitely slowly turning into yeah um because it sure is not turning into uh, like it's like every time i go i feel like these parts like these pavilions that i like in my head i know they're there like there's some lo- locked away memory where like i must have witnessed a murder or something and like blocked out bits and pieces but like when i'm there i'm like there's something supposed to be here like i know there is like it feels like something's missing from epcot and it's because all of these different pavilions like the cuz there was like the naturey one which is yeah. now just pretty much a giant food court i think that's where soren lives yeah, yeah and there's oh, other yeah. things there but Everything is like was sponsored by like Kodak or in this case, we're talking with Body Wars and Cranium Command, which was the World Life Pavilion in Epcot. Uh, MetLife sponsored them. Um, The history of the pavilion is pretty interesting. Like it was supposed like it had been plotted since like Epcot's creation and Cranium Command specifically was supposed to be a whole. It was supposed to be the same thing, but it was called. Oh, why can't I think of what it was called? It was called Brain Something. 
Oh, I, I, I should have written it down. It had a different I, I, name. I went down. I just got nostalgic watching. Uh, uh, watching the experience. Watching the experience. Like, yeah, no, I, it had a whole other name. It was brain. It's going to bother me. But and there was there was going to be that. And next door was going to be a dentistry cabaret. Like it was this whole. <laughs> they were really like, into cabarets. Cabarets is a big thing. Um, and then it got shelved because they could never find a sponsor until the 80s rolled around. But like the, 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 the design of that theater, that looking like you're on the inside of a head, um, was always a part of it. So yeah. I guess for those at home, what this experience was with Cranium oh, are we Command. Are, we, are you talking, are you talking, should we start with Body Wars or Cranium Command? Because they're two separate things. Let's start with Cranium Command because I've already, we've already repped open that and Cranium Command so here's the thing. Cranium Command gets overshadowed by Body Wars. So I think let, let's give Cranium Command its really? time in the sun. Yeah, that's what everything I said. Cranium Command is called the was the hidden gem of Epcot. Because Body Wars was the thing you could see before. Like, And Cranium Command was tucked so far deep into the pavilion, no one ever went. And not oh. a lot of people remembered it or would like, go. But Cranium. Body Wars was the big one. Okay, okay, because for me, Cranium Command was awesome. Body Wars was fine. That explains a lot. Um, explains that I think Cranium Command is amazing. So yes, Cranium Command. Uh, it had it was like you'd go in and you were like we did in our intro. You were being recruited to essentially get put into someone's brain. Um, you saw a pre-show, very typical Disney theater thing. Then you got shoved into a the 200 seat theater and the stage looked like the inside of a mechanical head, two eyes. There's an animatronic sitting in a chair and then there's a smaller animatronic that pops out of the ground and it's your like nervous system. And that would be uh, Buzzy is, of course, the, the, the animatronic of this. And that is the recruit who is going to pilot this teenage boy. And then you go through the life of a teenage boy seeing everything through his eyes and his heart, his left, his right brain, like all these parts of him are pre-recorded bits instead of they were originally going to be animatronics, but it was deemed too expensive. So instead they hired these big name comedians from the early night or from the late eighties, early nineties, like Dana Carvey and John Lovett to be the different part, like your heart, your left brain, your, your lungs. And they played out this narrative. Yes. So we are talking like, we're talking big, big, big names. So we have, let's see. I have the I. This is an IMDb. Oh so my god! You have, you have um, Corey Burton as General Knowledge. That's the general that you were imitating. He sounded um, a lot like Robin Williams. I thought. Like at first, I was like Robin Williams. Um, kind kind of. Um, he he has. Okay. He's, uh, I mean, kind of. Um, it was, um, he voices uh, Mole in Atlantis, The Lost Empire, a movie I'm currently watching on my break. Um, Judge Claude Frollo in Kingdom Hearts, Hugo Strange in Batman Arkham City, uh, uh, Captain Hook in Return to Neverland. So uh, the, uh, he was one of the, some of the Titans in Hercules. Uh, you know, very, very, you know, vo- as normal with these voice actors, Lots of, lots and lots and lots of voice acting. But then you have, um, well, that is their job. Right. What? Oh yes, your other job. Um, no, that is their job. Like, of oh, course, yes, they have a lot of voice job. acting. Yes. It's what they do. Yes, yes, yes. They're they're of course fantastic. Then you have um, uh, Charles Grodin as the left brain. Uh, let's see, what is what is he in? Midnight Run, King Kong, The Heartbreak Kid, While We Were Young. Uh, 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 oh, he was in Beethoven's second. 
uh, and Beethoven. Uh, uh, so, you know, lots of great things there. Um, and then, you, of course, you mentioned John Lovitz. John Lovitz was was the right brain. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you mentioned Dana Carvey and, and Kevin Nealon was also in there. But what 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 really is funny about that is they were the they were both SNL cast members who did the, you know, the Hans and Franz. Yeah. And that's I'm what Hans and this is Franz and we're going to pump you up. That's what they played, though. They played those characters as the lungs. The the ventricles. Oh, I thought they were the heart. No, oh, I mean ventricles. Sorry, ventricles and the hearts. I, I'm, I'm forgetting my knowledge that I learned while watching this. Um, and then um, Bobcat uh, Goldthwaite. Uh, I'm probably totally mispronouncing that, but he was the adren- ad- adrenal gland, um, and that makes sense. Uh, so, like, this was big name people for again the '90s. Yeah. And so, yeah, like you said, you went through this life of a. 12 year old boy and And it's very 80s like this was clearly filmed in the 80s and like a big thing to point out is they never updated this ride or this experience except for changing buzzy's outfit once yes um so like i watched the 2000 like six or a 2007 recording of the experience and like i'm like wow this looks like a like 16 candles or something so you go to your you wake up late for school you you don't like you have to skip breakfast you run to catch the bus there's a cute girl in your chemistry class. You start a food fight. You go to the principal's office. The moral of the story is to like stay calm and use your general knowledge to get through tough situations. And apparently, like that was MetLife. Like so, when MetLife decides to sponsor this, they want everyone to know to not be stressed. Like that's the big thing. Oh, is thanks, like, MetLife. Just don't be stressed. I, I figured it out. <laughs> like that was the thing. Is they were like very adamant that the experience was about handling yourself in a stressful situation and i was like why that was i'm gonna be shady part of me was watching this and going i understand why this is gone because like why oh it was so much fun it was so Um, much fun what i will say something i clocked and one of the original oh gosh i can't remember if he was like what his role was if they i think he was the the animator for the pre-show did my little or my little toaster, the brave little toaster. Yeah, brave little toaster. Yeah, and then the people who directed the pre-show go on to direct Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like the, yeah. It, it, they, and I remember this. The whole experience was really, really fun because yeah, you had like the queue where you got recruited, and then you went in, and Buzzy was there, and uh, similar to a lot of these kind of show things in Disney world, it's really nice to break up the day with this kind of stuff. Cause you usually don't have to wait in a big long line cause those theaters hold a bunch. And it was that yeah, I remember it being, and especially for kids, this wasn't scary. There was no scary things. I mean, there was some, I remember there was some like smoke and lights things like it got dark, but nothing about this 12 year old, 12 year old boys day was, scary like you weren't being chased by someone with a knife or uh you know anything sketchy happening like you just you know missed the bus and forgot to eat and saw a cute girl and i will say a food fight this does get scary before we jump into body wars is because so both body wars and cranium command are part of the world life pavilion which is now shut down they shut down in 2007 um because they lost their sponsorship with matt life and it just wasn't, it went seasonal. So now it's gone. But Met in Trip wanted us to be really stressed some more. 
traditional Disney doesn't tear anything down. It just keeps existing. Yeah. So all of those experiences that were in that pavilion are still in that building, including Cranium Command. And people apparently are able to get in there and creep around the darkened theater. And there was even something I read that said sometimes they would lock new cast members into, not lock them, but trap, put them into Cranium Command with Buzzy in the dark because it's all in the dark. To me, there is nothing more terrifying than being in a closed dark room with animatronics. That well, terrifies me. Do you the me. story of someone stole Buzzy? Yes. Well, I didn't yeah. know about it because I didn't know Buzzy, but I read about it. it but the rumor, it's a big rumor. There's no proof that Buzzy was stolen. What was proven was Buzzy's clothes were stolen. Yeah. And that man was caught and convicted. He also apparently stole wardrobe pieces from Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's some really great like dispositions where like this guy stole stuff and then immediately like bragged about it on the internet. So it was very easy to. <laughs> <laughs> it was like he sold these things on the black market made like fourteen thousand dollars or something like that like yeah. he stole fourteen thousand dollars worth of disney property yeah. sold it got caught him and his cousin were convicted i was like what in god's glory name but there's video online of well, people yeah. who have broken into cranium command and are walking around in the dark with a flashlight terrifying yeah. don't want any of that and and also just a, as a note please don't do that like that's illegal <laughs> um yes there are people that are doing it but yeah no you're right that disney does not tear anything down i mean that that's what um like discovery island and river country it's just there and it's overgrown i think they did have to tear down something because it was like this metal shack on Discovery Island that was getting so hot that it was like baking vultures that were inside of it, like literal, like it was getting so hot that these animals were being baked inside of it. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was Cranium Command. That's what that was. And then Body Wars. Yes. Body Wars. No adorable cartoon characters, but we do meet a pioneer of the doctoring community, Dr. Cynthia Lair. My God, you're just so excited. I, um, Like this was, again, like this is nostalgia for me. So I, I, I have to say, I don't mind where Epcot's going. I get that the park needs to change. Um, like, don't get me wrong. I have, you know, fond feelings of this, but uh, um this this was what I remember first in going to Disney. And this kind of stuff was really cool at the time. Because, like, this is before internet, where now I can go, if I want to look inside someone's body, there's a doctor that has uploaded that to YouTube. Like, hey, you want to watch a colonoscopy? Here you go. I put this on YouTube. Don't know why I would want to watch someone's colonoscopy, but if you want to do that, you can. You can see inside the human body. We have all this great technology. Back in the 90s, that was not a thing. This idea of like going into the body, that was super cool. Like the Magic School Bus did that. We're like, Ooh, Don't get me started the on the Magic School Bus. We'll be here all day. I love the Magic School Bus. The Magic School Bus is awesome. Um, so like that that was a a and I remember other other cartoons, like kids cartoons. That was a big storyline of we're going to shrink down and go inside that that was a a very very big deal, mm -hmm. um, and now I just feel like it's a little bit less of a big deal because yeah. we, 
Like, again, you want to see the inside of a body? Great. Go online. <laughs> I I don't know. Like, I watched a clip of Body Wars, like the experience online. It seemed short. Oh, yeah. It, it was not very long. Um, and it, like, my other big thing was, can white, will white blood cells destroy a splinter? Really? Okay, that, okay, so yes, the plot of this is, so we meet Dr. Doctor Cynthia Lair. Um, guests are going into the, uh, what's it, MET, I forget what MET stands for. It's a miniature, it's, I, I, I'm going to butcher it, hang on. Hang on, go this way, I have my notes. Um, uh, the Miniaturized Explore, Exploration Technology. So this is... This company is a pioneer in health and medicine dedicated to the betterment of our lives. So essentially, like, uh, uh, we are participating. Um, Dr. Cynthia Lair, who is played by Academy Award winning actress Elizabeth Shue, uh, who I don't know what else she is in, but she has won an Academy Award. Um, For what? Um, let's find out. Elizabeth Shue. Uh, let's see. She is best known. Oh my gosh, I know who this is. Uh, she is best known for her roles in The Karate Kid, Adventures in Babysitting, Cocktail, Back to the Future 2, Back to the Future Part 3, Soap Dish, The Saint, Hollow Man, Piranha 3D, Battle of the Sexes, and Death Wish. But what's her Oscar? She was nominated for an Oscar for Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas is what? Yeah, so nominated. With Nicolas um, Cage. Yeah, Nicolas Cage. The movie won an Oscar. Oh, so maybe that's Nicholas Cage that, won an Oscar for Best Actress. Maybe that's what the, that's what I was thinking. Anyway, um, uh, so we are yes, we are going we are going to be beamed into this patient to study the body's immune response to a splinter. And as an adult, I had the same question that you had: Does do white blood cells a, attack a splinter? I I feel like if there were germs on the splinter. Yeah, I think that's what we're assuming. But also, I don't know. Hey, if there are any doctors out there, let us know. Let us know. But uh, yeah, so you 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 know you are oh going- in case in case like these more and more white I don't know what the case is more white blood cells will join the gran- granuloma around the splinter to try and fight off the infection. So, yes, they will, because it is a foreign something in your body that's not supposed to be there, and they will get oh. mad. Okay, well, look at me learn something. Every day. You want to hear, okay, you want to hear something really embarrassing that I learned? Oh, always. Okay, so I, I just released a Beers and Ears podcast where I I, I, I had to, I, I did it solo, because I had some scheduling conflicts and all that stuff, so I was, I was going San Diego Comic-Con stuff, and I had a idiotic realization as i was uh as i was talking so one of the new characters in the new black panther trailer is namor the submariner i have been saying submariner my entire life (laughs) and so like mid mid like talking about this like yeah and we got namor the submariner it's like where's it mariner oh gosh it's like i'm having this like crisis of have I been saying this wrong my entire life? And yes, I, I, I was. So so what is a submariner? A submariner. So um, uh, Namor the submariner, is in, uh, he is the ruler of Atlantis in the comics. Oh, and okay. That so, makes sense because, yeah, I see why he's a sub. He's a submariner. 
because then Not I was a like, "Submariner." <laughs> is it spelled differently than submarine? Uh, oh yeah, it's definitely spelled submariner. <laughs> gotcha. It's 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 I'm I'm in the wrong here. Um. Anyway, I digress. Uh, uh, really, on this podcast, one of us has digressed. <laughs> Let alone in this episode. Oh, we've we've gone everywhere. I mean, I knew this was going to happen because Disney just brings out all of the tangents for me. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Body wars and splinters. Elizabeth and- Shue. This, the, you're, you get trunked down by Matt to go explore what happens in the body. And then oh, is she the one who gets out of the vehicle to like explore and get data? Essentially. One of the doctors, like, in the experience goes out into the bloodstream. And I should point out, you're not in, like, it's not like. It's a it's simulator. Not, it's, it's a it's, simulator. There's a screen in front of you. You're just watching a movie and a simulated thing. And now you have to go save her. And then you save her from white blood cell, but you're low on power. So the only way to get out is to use the rest of your power to get up to the brain. Use the electrical currents in the brain to regenerate power into the device, into the submarine, submariner, that you're in. I think that's a submarine <laughs> in the brain. And um, then you get teleported out and congratulations. You were part of the most exciting and epic adventure that ever took place in the human body. And the experience is supposed to take place in 2063, I believe. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, I think it's funny that the most amazing experience is checking out a splinter. <laughs> like I think it's not the any of the diseases. <laughs> Well, because I think the thing was, is it was supposed to be you were entering the body of a fellow guest at the park. Oh, that was it. Like, so someone at the park can't have like the chicken pox and we're going to go look at it. Like, what could you feasibly <laughs> get at Disney World? A splinter. Well, I think I think also there's some offensiveness to that as well. And like hitting too close to home, like no one's broken up because they got a splinter. If you were, if, if you were to have like a. Um, like a hey, we're gonna go in and look at this cancerous body. There could be someone that like, oh, I have cancer, or my mom died of cancer, or like something like. Yeah, but that. it could have been like, have you ever seen Inside Ralphie? Back to Magic School Bus. He just has a cold or the flu. I guess yeah, but like I think it's also been... less gross to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they did that. It, it's not there anymore, and that's why it's the splinter. It is not. It's not right, but it is not. Yeah, but I I just love that. I love that the catalyst is like it's a splinter. So, yeah, it's it's like it's like Star Tours. If Star Tours was an educational film about the body, yeah, and I think well, Body Wars predated Star Tours. Yeah, and I feel like Star Tours is partially what kills it. Like they don't say that, but I feel like everyone's gonna want to do Star Tours instead of body wars i mean definitely i mean because part of part of what i read too is they had big plans for this body wars thing and ultimately it was like budget and available technology that just killed it because there's only so much they could do at the time so it that's came what out, happened it with premium great. command yeah i mean same thing but um I, you know i think that's one of the challenges of that Disney is going to have is that, you know, some of the rides they've updated with new animatronics, new tracks, new, like new, 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 new. So it, it doesn't feel as dated. I mean, they just did that with, um, uh, with, um, uh, Carousel of Progress where they put new outfits on 
the people in the last scene. Did you not see their new outfits? No, they got new outfits. They got new outfits. Oh, no! like, I like up- their their sad '90s outfits. It updates them a little bit, and so um, I have to Google this now. Yeah, yeah, big news. It was big news. Um, and and so like that kind of stuff makes sense. Whereas this was just going to be, it was almost impossible to to completely update, and um, and and so it just it it was a product of its time and it served its purpose and then it just kind of as epcot evolved and the consumer evolved it kind of didn't it couldn't evolve with it you look unimpressed about their new outfits i'm i'm angry <laughs> i liked their weird like 1980s outfits well yeah they but didn't the, change them that much like oh no it's grandma's it's not- grandma's in pretty much the same exact thing although her sweater is definitely newer um, and then Ma- mom is in a slightly different outfit, but I don't like, I liked mom, like they left the scarf, but I, ugh, no, I don't like, did they get a new dog? Hold on. No, they didn't get a new dog. I think the dog has like a new, oh, no, the dog is the same or something. I don't know. The son looks like he's in the same thing. It, it's all very similar, but it just it, like the hairstyles and oh, the- mom's hairstyle is different. But again, what I loved about it was. I'm very unimpressed. Oh no, <laughs> Grandma is wearing a very different outfit. I can't believe you didn't hear about this. This was big I didn't news. hear about this, and I'm I mean, disappointed. I mean, I'm also in the bowels of Disney news. Like I, I hear about everything. <laughs> like also, like the sister. Like I don't think you need to change Grandpa's outfit. Honestly, that one's like. I mean, it's nice, but like. I don't understand why they changed the sister's outfit. So, like, now everyone else is dressed for Christmas except for the sister-daughter character. Yeah, because she's too cool for Christmas. Like, she looks like she just woke up. Like, she's wearing a sweatshirt for an urban planning college. Yeah. And her pajama pants. And everyone else got dressed for the day. Yeah, because she's she's not a morning person. And she don't got no time for her family. She's a teenage girl. Look out the window. It is not morning. It's night. (sighs) You don't know her sleep schedule. <laughs> wow, we've really taken a a wild. So, so you really you have no memory of any of like Body Wars Cranium Command. Do you think that you went on it? I'm sure I did. Okay. Like I remember going on Honey I Shrunk the Audience. Yeah, that was the other one I remember. I but... did not like the snake in that. I'm terrified of. There snakes. was a snake. Oh yeah, where it like the snake gets out and then it like comes at you with its fang. Oh my gosh, no, thank you. I remember the mice getting out. Yeah, yeah, that I remember that. That's that doesn't bother me. Mice, fine. Um, I don't remember the snake. I get, all I remember was the mice. You know in the um, movie Holes when like the opening scene, yeah, where the guy takes off his shoe to let the snake, you know, bite him so he can go like get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, I had to pat my bed down for like three months because I was terrified. At, like there was a rattlesnake in Michigan. Like there's no rattlesnakes in Michigan. They don't live there. But I was terrified that like a snake was going to bite my toe. Back in like 20, I want to say 2016, 2017, it would have been 16. I went to Disney World for the first time as a grown up in years. And yeah. I went to do uh, It's Tough to Be a Bug, which I remember yeah. loving as a kid. Hate it. You hate the, it? The giant repelling black widows from the ceiling? No, thank you. 
Yeah, so absolutely not. Yeah, I don't do animatronics really very well as it is, let alone that. The fact that Hopper got seems to have gotten an update since I was a kid, because he can very much move everything and is huge. I was like, I want none of this. That's a great animatronic, and the spiders are the <laughs> maybe I'm a little bit sadistic on this. Inevitably, there is a kid that's gonna lose their mind when those spiders come down. Like you, yeah, you just I'm know. that kid. <laughs> Like some kids losing their mind. And then the other thing that I, with that show is I know the bugs are going to be like at the end, they're going to go under my butt. So I just like, I just like lift my butt up and then I that's never felt it. weird to me. It just kind of feels like I'm getting a nice massage. It feels like the seat's just shaking on your butt. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't feel horrible. Did you say in? No, not in on. <laughs> no, it's just like, it just like my seats rumbling. Yeah. Okay. You don't mind know. mice running across your feet, but you mind the bugs running along? That that one, I mean, maybe it's a maybe I just don't like the feeling on my butt. I remember doing that experience and the honey I shrunk with my mom and my mom about jumping out of her seat both times because the mice freaked her out so bad and then the bugs freaked her out. Yeah. And I was too short so my feet didn't touch the ground so the mice didn't run along my feet. And I was too. I wonder how they did that. It's all like air. Like oh. it's if if you look at the the mechanics of those like three D shows and like I mean Cranium Command and Body Wars and you know Stitch's Great Escape and uh, that I never uh, did. Uh, I honestly I I I've seen videos and I went I don't want that. Yeah, well, because the original was terrifying. <laughs> And that's why they had to change it to Stitch because it was less scary to get Chili Dog burped in your face than it was to like have a terrifying alien that's escaped breathing right behind you. I, I think I wouldn't be bothered so much if it wasn't an animatronic. Animatronics oh. freak me out. So wait, you'd rather have like what about a puppet? Like a what Kermit if there was the like frog? No, <laughs> I mean it's like a like same size or like Hopper. Charlie McCarthy. No, like same size of Hopper, but just instead of an animatronic, it was like puppeted by people. Would that be as scary? No, if there if it's someone in a suit, that's not going to freak me out. Interesting. The animatronic freaks me out. I love the animatronic. They're cool. I, I appreciate them, but they make me uncomfortable. Like I can't. Like the Yeti re- weirds me out. Oh, um, this is my. I, I've I've made this <clears throat> Disney brag. That's that you've am- seen it move. Okay. Okay. I. I, I mean, it We've is the thing I'm one. most proud of. Um. The. What do you think of the Shaman of Song in uh, uh Navi River Journey? That doesn't bother me too much. I don't know why. You know what bothers me? Jack Sparrow bothers me a really? lot. Because he can move his fingers. It's not okay. Yeah, but the Shaman of Song is okay. It, it, that one I don't know why doesn't. I, he's a friendly. He's singing the song. I think the reason the shaman doesn't bother me so much is because it doesn't feel too real. Like, <laughs> really, the blue alien doesn't feel. <laughs> no, like its movements don't. Like it. Like it's like you said. It is a little bit. Um, like the the animals in um in Splash Mountain don't bother me too much. Like they make me a little weird, but like they don't bother me too much or like, what is your most terrifying animatronic? Oh, um, the T-Rex on dinosaurs. Really? Interesting. It freaks me out. It's too loud. It's too big. It's again, it's an animatronic. I've never seen like 
I know at the end it jumps out at you. Oh, actually, that's not true. That's not my most terrifying. It's just not at Disney. I've been to Universal in California, and we did yeah. the Harry Potter ride, like the one that takes you through all the movies. And I looked oh, yeah. over at my friend, and I said, I can't. You have to be honest. I know you've done this before. Are there spiders? And she went, yes. And I said, I need you. She's like, I will tell you when to close and when to open your eyes. And I said, thank you. So we're going along. She goes, now. I close my eyes. Like, I can tell it's coming, too. And I oh, close yeah, yeah. my eyes. And then... I can hear it. That's all I need. And at one point I'm like, I'm going to open my eyes. <laughs> I'm just, I, I had to know, I had to know what I was oh, yeah. missing. Like I knew I was going to, so I cracked them. The thing I can't do with that ride is it switches between animatronics and screens and they're happening at the same time. So my depth perception freaks out and I get real motion sick. Okay. But there were real animatronic spiders that spit at you. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then what gets bad, what gets really bad. So we're trucking along and the ride stops. And my part of the ride stops in front of a screen. So I'm just staring at Harry, like stuck in motion. The ride is off and I'm waiting. And there's eight of us. So four of us are in this one cart. Four of us are ahead at the next stop. The ride turns back on, but the sound doesn't come back on. And I get to see what my friends were stuck looking at for maybe a minute or two. But in that setting feels like forever. Were dementors that were this close to your face, like mere (laughs) inches from your face doing the suck of life out of you. Oh, yeah. But with no sound. Oh, that's. So just the sound of the animatronic moving close to you and like pulling back. And we rounded the corner and this started happening. And I I went, no, 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 no. Just kept saying no. I wanted to look and enjoy the experience because it was so real and so cool. But I, I yeah. just closed my eyes and kept saying, F that, F that. One of my friends on the other one apparently almost started crying because it freaked her out because she was stuck in front of it. The oh, dementors yeah. just moving in and out on her. Like, could you imagine? Oh, my God. That's See- trauma. Oh, see, that sounds great. I would, I would be totally into that. Animatronics don't really freak me out. Nope. No, thank you. Um, not at all. Anyway, body wars. Okay. So I guess we're kind of in the, like, do you think this should come back? Yes. I, I I see. Yeah. I mean, nostalgia, Matthew is yes. No, I I don't want it to come back the way it was though. Like should Buzzy come back? No. Okay. Plus it up for me. What they should do. Disney owns. So this is. I've said this before on the show. They should have done this with the great movie ride, and they didn't because they're jerks. What you do with Cranium Command is Cranium Command becomes the inside out ride. Uh, I mean, it re- Cranium, like, in, this is basically, I can't believe we didn't think this. Yes, Cranium Command is essentially like 90s inside out. Correct. This is just, well, and Cranium Command is also based off of like a 1940s or 50s Disney animated short. Yeah. So it's already based off of something else. Take everyone out. Take Buzzy out. Maybe Buzzy's in it still. Like maybe Buzzy is like, a, like a you know Easter egg, but it becomes about Riley, a day in Riley's life, and watching them all work together. You don't even need animatronics. You could just make it a screen show. It would be cool with animatronics. It, but see, like, here's the thing: you don't need to go nuts with it. Like this wasn't a big like Buzzy and the 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 robot were the only animatronics. 
So you just, you know, have an animatronic, you know, an animatronic joy or an animatronic something, and that's it. Like, you don't need to have a full array. I think it would be, I think Buzzy would get replaced with anger, and the thing that comes out of the floor of your nervous system, that animatronic has to be fear, and I think they have to add um, disgust, and I think it has to be this joy and sadness got out again. Ah, and so it's this flip-flop between Riley's having a bad day and joy and sadness are lost elsewhere in her brain. And so it's this, like, getting them back into the council. And that's yeah. how you change. Like, you have to do an overhaul on it, but you can keep it. You just need to reskin it to fit this IP that's actually really good. Body Wars becomes a Baymax thing. Oh. Hello. Using the technology from Big Hero 6 and Baymax was created to be a health companion, not a superhero. And so, so it goes. He's going to go in and help take out a splinter. Like I would say that Body Wars becomes like a before Tadashi like in, like introduces Baymax to the world. It's like when we see the Tadashi like trials. That's mm. what. Like I think that there's enough IP. Like where Soren is, like the yeah, land yeah. is like the Lion land, King yeah. thing. I believe so. Like I think if you do that, like there's a Dory one. I know. There's the Finding Nemo, like, uh, experiencing the sea. There's, like, Crush's Turtle Talk. I think that's an Epcot. I don't think that's an animal You're kingdom. right. Yeah, yeah, no. There's, there's like, li- the living seas. Yeah, that's what you do. It's because you know those were there before these movies came out. And then mm-hmm. they threw them in there. It's like when I did, um, what ride did I do? I did the submarine ride at Disneyland. And Finding like Nemo. Leagues. Yeah. But, like, Nemo characters were there. Yeah, yeah, because now it's ne- It's like it's now it's Nemo stuff. Because Nemo was so popular, they were like, "Yeah, we're just gonna skin this to Nemo." Yeah, this happens all the time with with movies. When movies take off, they have to go. Okay, we need we need a ride in there now. We can't just you know build a new ride quickly, but we can. It probably does. It's not as much to reskin a ride. Like, it's still a process. You know what's really cool about Cranium Command, like, and it fits in this, is, like, Cranium Command had, like, these several different designs, and then they kept going, no change this, no change this. The actual Cranium Command took five months to create. Yeah. It only took them five months. Because it's it's a theater, and with screens and a couple of animatronics Mm -hmm. that really don't do, like, it wasn't like Buzzy was doing, uh, you know, breakdancing. Like, he was sitting in a chair. (laughs) Now, here's the thing is we know what's happening now with the World of Life Pavilion. They're changing it into something called Play, which is yeah. just like a family center where I think you can go learn how to draw. With... They've been a little mum on that since because like all this stuff got announced before the pandemic. And so they've just been really weird about what all this is going to be. But that's that's as far as we know, that is what it's going to be. It's like a family station. There's I know there they had like what I see online, there's supposed to be like an arcade. There's supposed to be like a drawing station. There's supposed to be another kind of a thing. So it looks like it's still supposed to be an educational experience. But a little bit different. The Moana attraction that they're putting in as well is kind of like this. It's not a ride. It's more like an experience. Where's the Moana thing going? Is that I don't know where it's going, but uh, it's like this water thing that you can walk through and they're going to do some cool stuff with water. Interesting. Like that sounds really fun. That's a big thing internationally is like walk through attractions. Like I'm pretty sure it's Paris that has like just an Alice in Wonderland hedge maze that you just can walk through. And that just, yep. That's it. That's yep, what it that's is. It. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like really it, it, it on on like paper you're like yeah it's just a hedge mage you'd be like that's boring but then you're like but it's Alice in Wonderland theme and you're like okay I'm in yeah so it's a little sad to say that all this will go because I do like the thought of why it's there like I love like Inside Out is a one of my absolute favorite movies and I love the lesson it teaches and I I love that look and I think it's sad to see that that's going away. Hopefully yeah. play brings something. But granted, like, again, I feel like there's a lot at Epcot that's just, like, not open right now. And, like... Ep- Epcot is definitely going under the most major overhaul. And, I mean, they've they've definitely gotten... You know, we got Rem- Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. They got the new Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. Um, and there's a lot coming to it in the coming in the coming years. And I know D23 is coming up, and so we're going to get updates on all these park projects. So we're probably going to have a bunch of new stuff get announced here shortly but uh yeah what do, what like, do you I, think about cranium command and body wars should it come back i mean i, I like your updates because like, it needs to be updated like just have as much as i would love it to come back as you know original and that would be so much fun updating it with ip is just fine with me like i, I, I like because i even think like inside out with figment would be a fun ride no figment just needs to go back to its original way Oh, the original and that's Figment. It. Well, here's the thing: is Figment's a Disney character, like Orange Bird. Like, it's not like I mean, I tech Buzzy, I technically is too, but like Figment is like the Epcot mascot. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. He's on every pin, every festival, Flower and Garden, Food and Wine. He has a special thing that like gets associated. I my friends were just there for their honeymoon, and they brought me back the 20th anniversary Figment's anim- uh Figment Journey pin. Oh, nice. It was a big anniversary, and I got this really nice pin. With, like, the triangle pyramid thing that yeah, the yeah, attraction's yeah. in. Like, you just need to bring put Figment back together. Put Humpty Dumpty back together. Whoever yeah. is in charge of that company. Um, because what Figment is, I have it right here. You guys at home can't see this. But this sits on my desk. This was oh, a yeah, gift. The little, yeah. the little uh, park pal. I have the Figment park pal. Um, I and have I, a like, Uncle Pop of him. And he was my favorite growing up. I rode that ride, like over and over again i, I had a figment ride. plush as a kid that i was absolutely in love with um yeah. that my dad bought because he loved the ride um but no figment is a it's a topic for another time um ebay though before we go yes um, I, ebay what can i get um so you can get a when i typed in i want to say this was for body wars it was for body wars um you can get well first off for body wars you can get a pin set so you can get, okay. or no, yeah, you can get this, like, you can get, like, a couple, uh, Body Wars pen, which has a little, like, submarine thing that you ride, um, and with it is a World uh, world of Life pen. So nice. two Disney pens. Those were coming in just under 100 And then for $200, you could get hot pink Body Wars color, that's what they called it, World of Life sweatpants. Ooh. They'd look great with your McPizza hat. Body Um, wars. And then for Cranium Command, the weird thing, it was like three it was like three hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The pants? No, no, the the pants and the one that's three hundred dollars. The cranium command thing? Yeah. It's a it's a it's a challenge coin. Uh yes. What is 
I didn't know Disney did challenge coins, which I find fascinating because challenge coins thing is a military thing. If you don't know, challenge coins are things that people in the military will like secretly like hand off to other people as like a sign of, I don't want to call it respect, but it's like a, it, it, it's like a token of appreciation, but it, it really, to me, my understanding of it, I have never been given a challenge coin, but it means a lot to get a challenge coin. And then it's also a drinking game. If you're in the military, like there's certain challenge coins that have certain levels and ranks and it's this whole thing. Interesting. But apparently I guess Disney did challenge coins, but um, I was just looking um, on the topic of pins real quick. I was talking to a co- one of my coworkers, all my Disney pins are on my desk at work. And someone's like, wow, you have a lot of cool pins. I'm like, thank you. Most of them are gifts. I have to control myself somehow. Um, and, I was like, I wonder who owns the most Disney pins in the world. I wonder if someone has every single pin, which also led, what is the most expensive pin? There are pins out there that are apparently valued at like $12,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the pin collecting thing is is huge. There's a pin my coworker has it, and I want to steal it really badly because all of my, my favorite Disney movie and character is Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And the only merch I can get outside of ornaments on occasion are um, pins. They do pins of him and Jessica sometimes, but primarily yeah. Jessica. So I'll always buy those things because it's as close as I can get to that movie. And there's a pin of her in like a 1940s cadet outfit kind of a thing, like Boogie okay. Woogie Bugle Boy of Company B outfit. And I want that pin very badly. I don't know where my coworker got it. I've never been able to see it. Um, if you have one and want to send it to me, please do. <laughs> See if it's on eBay. It isn't. I don't think it is. I've checked. Oh, like, so wait, there's one where she's kissing Roger Rabbit in like a 1940s thing. Uh, no, I don't. Hold on. I'm scared what I'm going to get. Um, it's, it's all fine. I, I, the stuff that I'm getting is all fine. Oh, there's one that of her as um in the Haunted Mansion stretch Oh, there's a, there's a really bad one and it's a no, there's a really bad one. Well, oh, there's I'm I'm sure there's plenty of bad ones. Well, and it's a pen. Uh um I don't want to know. <laughs> Whoa. There's one that has Jessica Rabbit and Figment. Yes, I have that one. It's a weird combination. Okay, anyway, um, we, we need to end this tour um, before this is a whole new rabbit hole that we're going down. Oh, there's um, one of her as the tightrope walker from the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> in the, yeah. Is this her as a jungle? Oh, no, that's camp. I thought that was her as a jungle cruise person, and I was like, I need that. Well, while Chris is going on his dive of Jessica Rabbit pins, I will let you know uh, that if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can do that. So at discontinued on display at gmail.com, Twitter at discontinued pod, Instagram at discontinued on displayed. Check out sorcerernetwork.com, uh, uh, you know, for content, you know, more content, uh, trying to populate that with as much as I can. Um, but that's a personal passion project of mine. So I get to it when I get to it. <laughs> Um, streaming twitch.tv slash sorcerer Matt. Um, I uh, play some fun games. Uh, we have a good time there. Uh, you can also follow me at sorcerer Matt. I do some writing for sports. I talk about streaming and Disney and pretty much I am just a Jack of all trades interest person. So give me a follow if you want. I try to be as active on Twitter as I possibly can. That's where I'm most active. Uh, rate it. review us. What? I found it. 
Uh, rate and review us. Five stars, five stars. Um, really does help. And um, I'm going to look at this pin that Chris has now sent me. Oh, that is very cute. Yes, I want it. $29 isn't bad. Yeah, but it's on Mercy. I don't think you can trust that. Mercari? I bought stuff off of Mercari. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, Mercari. Yeah, I bought stuff always, off of there. I've always pronounced it Mercy because I'm weird. <laughs> um, well, well, I mean, there's my Submariner today. <laughs> you pulled a Submariner. Um, all right. Uh, anything I'm forgetting, Chris? No, I think I think you hit everything up. Um, all right. Then let's uh, close the museum for the night. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.